Good morning. Happy Sunday, August 16th. Hope everybody is doing well today. Welcome to 321 New Kitten. If you haven't been here before, Bobby the Awesome. And we're going to kick our day off with the reading, which starts with a quote from Woody Allen. I sold the memoirs of my love life to Parker Brothers, and they're going to make a new game of it. A new game out of it. Sexuality is a combination of our past experiences and our expectations for the future. Our sexuality is also influenced by social factors, advertisements, talk shows, movies, songs, etc. With all these influences, it's not surprising that most of us are somewhat confused and often disappointed in our own sexuality. If we're newly recovering, easy does it is the best thing to remember. When we were drinking, drugging, gambling, we may have abused our sexuality. We may have used it as a weapon or threat. We may have allowed others to abuse it. We may have acted in ways we never would have sober. Recognizing this, we must now forgive ourselves and make a serious commitment to respect our bodies. Our higher power can help us let go of, a pa- of our past mistakes. He forgives us and we can too. Making peace with our sexuality can help us value and enjoy ourselves again. Slowly, in time, positive feelings about our bodies and ourselves as sexual beings will develop. Today, I pray that my sexual self will emerge healthy and proud. Okay, well, I haven't really talked about sexuality stuff other than a little bit with Dharma. I think think this reading... I'm trying to, well, I have a couple ideas going in my head. So I can see very easily, you know, from um, a substance abuse perspective, you know, it's a whole lot easier to, you know, hook up or whatever when you're you're drinking and drugging. I think because inhibitions go down and all of that. I think when gambling is involved the abuse of our sexuality can come into play more out of a desperate place like usually there's a factor with with money or or gain or or maybe even like getting out of trouble I don't know I don't have enough personal experience with with all of that to speak wisely, I can remember, I can remember someone that I was in a room with talking about this and being involved with a woman. It was a man talking. And I always thought of this more from the female perspective, you know, that a a female may um, take money for sex, you know, to get money to gamble or whatever. But it was a man kind of talking about it, basically being with this woman to have access to money and so that he can continue to feed his addiction. So that was eye-opening to me. I wouldn't have thought of it that way. So I'm, I'm glad that I was exposed to that to recognize that it works both ways. I think that... I, I think that sexuality... I've, 
for me, I think it ties in a lot to um, self-image and self-love and, you know, all that stuff. So if we're not feeling good about ourselves, which if we're gambling or using or whatever, chances are we're not feeling, you know, we're not at our optimal confident state. We're not feeling good about ourselves in general. We're not feeling good about something that's making us still need the addiction. We're not going to feel good about our, our bodies and we're probably not going to treat them right. Whether it's, it's from a sexual perspective or even general, you know, wellness, healthy and health. Wow. I can't speak this morning. Healthy and a wellness perspective. I'm also learning and this is, I, I hadn't, I hadn't understood this until recently. My counselor's trying to explain it to me, but um, communicating with people that we've had relationships with, um, sexual intimate relationships with, is a a different. It it becomes different when when you're, as you're like changing. Okay. So let me, let me back up. Let's say that while you're actively gambling, you have a intimate relationship with someone and you stop gambling and you're trying to, you know, work on having a a bet free life and moving forward. And, and let's say that this person was someone that you gambled with the the way our bodies work when it comes to sexuality, the way she was explaining this to me is that it's like um it's more than just a, a connection, like a outside connection. Like once once you've been that way with a person, there's a whole different level. I mean, that makes sense, right? But if you were trying to move forward in life and you were trying to separate from someone that was still gambling that you've had sexual relationship with, it's going to be harder is essentially the moral of the story. That wasn't the way the reading that the direction the reading was going. And I apologize. That was just something that showed up and I wanted to get it out there. Um, It's interesting that it brings up that our sexuality is influenced by social factors, advertisements, talk shows, movies, songs, etc. And that's true. I find myself blushing when I hear some of the lyrics to some of the songs nowadays. And I'm not like old fashioned, but as you could tell by me stumbling a little bit, like I've always thought of sex as uh, very just private, Um, like talking about some of that stuff has just always been a, a stumbling block for me. Like there's a, a podcast called Sex with Emily, and she's very, very blatant about all different aspects. And um, I respect her for doing that, and I, and I hope that someday I can get to be a little bit more open about it. I don't know why um, I'm I'm still a little bit shy. I'm definitely getting much better about it. I, I haven't had, you know, um, you know, anything thing in my past that would make it so that I'd I'd feel, um, you know, shame or or crazy 
emotions around sex where I couldn't talk about it. It's just not one of those things that I don't know. I could talk as openly about and I, and I want to get better because there's some self-care pieces that I'd like to tie in someday to the show. So, yeah, so some of these songs have crazy lyrics. Um, I remember in when we were in treatment, they had a movie on and it had some sex scenes and that embarrassed me to be in this mixed group. And, you know, it wasn't like porno, but it, you know how movies have those scenes. It was out of my comfort zone. And I don't think anybody would know that about me because my general personality is outgoing and I might make um, racy jokes, but it's different than talking about it in a serious context. So as you can tell, I'm struggling a little here. <laughs> um, we may have used sex as a weapon or a threat. I I could, I could see that in a, in a, Again, the substance addiction part of this, I can relate to this a lot better than from a gambling perspective. But I think wrapping our heads around forgiving ourselves if, you know, sex was part of your dynamic and your addiction, I think that's a huge takeaway from here. And having a serious commitment to respect our bodies, that's another, um, it's another recovery initiative I guess is what I would say it's really important not just from from a sexuality perspective but just loving our bodies in general at least not easy it's so much easier to look in the mirror and beat ourselves up about you know our flaws like I noticed one of the scars from my hysterectomy um I don't I don't like and I I didn't even realize like I hadn't really thought much about it, but I see it in the shower every every day, and once in a while it's like, ugh, because it looks like it's still bruised, and it's just something that wasn't there before. And um, there's days that it hits me like, yuck, and then there's other days it's like it just fucking is what it is. Like this is the story of my life, you know. Um, I had a couple biopsies this year, so I have other markings. Like I have all these little markings and stuff on my body. And then there's like the, I've fallen down and I mean, I have, I have like scars from scraped knees at volleyball um, and then some summer camp injuries and all this stuff. So there's some of those, which are stories um, that I can kind of laugh about. And I never really thought of them as making me ugly or, or whatever, obviously they're, they could be considered, you know, flaws because not everybody would have them. Um, but I've, I've, I'm getting past all that. And, and it's work, you know. It's, it's definitely work. Of course, I haven't had to be naked around anybody in a very long time. So <laughs> um, maybe that's why it doesn't feel like such an issue at the moment. Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, I guess. But I, I think that the reading does, there is a lot of value here. Making peace with our sexuality can help us value and enjoy ourselves again. And that's true. And don't get me wrong, I think sex is freaking awesome. Um, for me, I definitely, I think, I think that I would, if I was still drinking, I would probably still be having sex. Um, 
But with a clear mind and stuff, I don't know how eager I am to go do that. It, it Just the whole, I don't know. I'm giving you TMI here, but having to deal with all the steps that lead to it just are a little, I, I really, I don't have time for that, honestly. Um, <laughs> it seems like a whole lot more effort than reward at the moment, but um, anyway, yeah, drinking is definitely a lubricant for sex, pun intended. Um, <laughs> anyway, I will, um, not go down that road any further. So today I pray that my sexual self will emerge healthy and proud. And I think that that's a good goal for everyone. I, I think that, I think, I believe that sex is very important for our self-care, um, and like I said, as I get more comfortable talking about it, who knows, maybe I'll see if I can get the Emily lady on the show or something. But I know from from reading, it's definitely one of the topics I've read a lot about. And it's interesting to me. There's a lot of interesting things out there. And um, from a recovery and a wellness perspective though there's all kinds of benefits and off the top of my head I can't you know list everything that I've read and absorbed but everything from you know burning calories to increasing your endorphins to you know the the chemical changes and the physiological changes in your body that happen you know during sex so there is a lot of benefits, and maybe someday I'll be able to talk about it normal. I don't know where I get this little crazy shyness about it from. So anyway, how's that for a Sunday morning? I probably shouldn't have read that on a church morning, but I have no control over that. And actually, I think God probably wants everybody to have good, healthy sex anyway. That's my working theory. <laughs> All right, beautiful people. I will be back tonight. And um, I hope that everyone has a, a super fabulous day. And yeah, that's, that's all I got for now. Ciao to you tonight. Thanks. Are